0: If you've never considered Ireland as a getaway for surfers, you're about to have your perception changed. Today, it's all about surfing on the west coast of Ireland. As you'll hear in just a moment, this podcast was recorded live in a cafe on the edge of the Atlantic Ocean in the village of La The background music in the cafe was a little loud, and I've done what I can to kind of mute that a little bit, but it is still definitely there. So I hope that it won't distract too much from the great conversation you're about to hear with Ben Bennett of Ben's Surf Clinic in La Hinch, County Clare. Hi, everyone, and thank you so much for joining me again here on the Traveling in Ireland podcast. Today, I'm really excited. I'm actually sitting across from the person I am interviewing instead of doing this over the phone. I am in Lahinch in County Clare, and I'm speaking with Ben of Ben Surf Clinic on the, the promenade, right?
1: That's right. Yep.
0: And so we're actually overlooking the ocean right now and it's January and there are people out surfing.
1: Well we're quite lucky today because it's quite a nice bright day. So for January here it's (laughs) relatively warm um, and often our best surf is in the winter even though it's kind of perceived to be cold. So, um, yeah, there's a few guys out. It's not the best today. The last few days have been lovely. And it uh, looks like tomorrow's going to be a really busy day. Lots of surf tomorrow. So, yes, really? we, we're kind of seen as being crazy to be out in the water. <laughs> but uh, we enjoy it. And, uh, yeah, once you got the gear on, it works quite well.
0: So you said it's perceived to be cold.
1: Yeah. So <laughs>
0: is it how much colder is it to surf in January than maybe it would be in August?
1: Okay, well, the water temperature shifts from about... 16 degrees celsius in the summer which is about we would normally still wear uh, a wetsuit a light wetsuit but on the nicest days you can get away with a board shorts um, and in the winter it drops down to about seven or eight degrees celsius so
0: that's not really a massive difference
1: it's it's not what what usually uh, the problem with us for temperature is actually the air temperature so we get quite a lot of winds, mm-hmm. so it's the wind chill factor that can make it feel colder. So often, it's funny, sometimes you'll be walking the promenade with your surfboard coming in, and people are going, oh, it must be freezing, and it's actually colder on the promenade because you're in the wind. Once you're in the water, in your gear, you know, and paddling hard against waves, it, it, it relatively, it isn't that cold. Now, it isn't Hawaii, obviously. <laughs> hey, so I'm not trying to tell you something that it is. It's definitely cold water. But um, you can manage it quite well. Yeah.
0: Now, I want to back up a little bit and sure, yeah. do a little bit more of an introduction. So Hi. Ben is actually Ben Bennett, and you own Ben Surf Clinic. That's and right. this has been here for 10 years.
1: Yeah, we're, we're actually coming up to 14 years this year. Oh, is it, uh, wow. Yeah, so it's been quite a while. You should update the website. Yes, I should. It's going to get around to everything. But uh, I've been lucky enough, I've been teaching surfing for nearly 25 years now. Uh, and I set up my own school here in Lahinch. Um, I just found Le is such a great beach for learning on as well. There's quite, you've got a bit of everything. You've got great learner waves, but you've got quite advanced waves as well. Um, so it was a nice mix. So that's why I came down here, and we were the first school, we were the first hardboard surf school in Ireland. So up till then it was very much very basic lessons and stuff, and I just felt like there's more to this. People need to have more. And so that's why I kind of set
0: up on my own. Now, when people think of Ireland, surfing doesn't come straight to mind. It's, um, like you said, it's not Hawaii. Yeah. It's It's not a warm climate. It's not someplace that people really think of that kind of water sport. So what is it about Ireland that really makes it such a great place to surf? Because there are a lot of places to surf in Ireland.
1: There is. Um, I suppose the three things that make it is, first of all, it's the location. So because we're on the edge of Europe, we are the first thing that the Atlantic Ocean hits. So every storm that's in the Atlantic Ocean hits Ireland first. So we get the biggest waves um, consistently throughout the year. That's the first thing. The second thing then is, is that because of that wild storm, the coastline is quite jagged and it's quite diverse. So you can have one area where the bay is facing west for example and you go two miles up the road and you have a bay that's facing south. So you can pick a lot of different options. For surfers you're always looking for the swell and wind directions to suit you. So because the coastline is so jagged, um, you can move 5, 15 miles, 20 miles and you get the right conditions, which is fantastic. And then the last thing is, is we've got a good mix of sandy beaches and rock so therefore you get your beginners tend to go to sandy beaches obviously <laughs> and then we have a lot of rock and reefs as well which is for the more advanced surfer so it kind of suits all conditions um, the one thing, like everything in Ireland, you have to be a little bit patient <laughs> you have to look around a little bit look for the right location, get a little bit of inside information um, but it's a fantastic place to surf
0: When you talk about people who really know surfing and are into surfing and follow surfing. Um, while Ireland may not be known as a surf destination for the majority of people, real surfers know about a couple of waves that only, kind of, what, they pop up once in a while?
1: Yeah, well, what's happened is definitely in the last, like, okay, so when I traveled 15 years ago, people would say, oh, you're from Ireland, you surf? Whoa, that's amazing, I've never heard of surf in Ireland. And now when you travel or when you meet people it's like, oh yeah, I've heard of Ireland and I've heard there's a lot of big waves and it's mainly because of three three waves, two in this area and one a little bit further north in Donegal um, where the waves are so big that the guys jet ski in and one is called Aileens and it's called after, it's beside the Cliffs of Moher, so if you're ever up at the Cliffs of Moher you take a little look to your right hand side and there's a big wave at the bottom of it. Now, it obviously has to be a storm for it to work, but the wave can get up to 35 foot, 35 to 40 foot, um, and it barrels over and it's huge. They've had we've had loads of professionals come over to surf it, um, jet skis thrown up against the cliff, and I suppose the most amazing thing about it, <laughs> I know, it's you have a 40 to 50 foot wave on one side, and you have the cliffs of more which are 350 feet, I think. On the other side, so it's like this cauldron of noise and power. It's it's stunning to see. If anyone's interested, they should have a look on YouTube but, and just put in Alien's big wave Ireland, and they'll find it. But that wave, it, I mean, it has to be special circumstances for that wave. You're not seeing
0: that wave every day. No, not
1: every day. But like the it, swell, it's like every wave. You know. It, the swell in a certain direction, it starts to break once the waves get to about six foot before that it doesn't even show up. So, But anything over that, you will see it. But guys will only surf it on days when it's obviously surfable and safe to manage. You know, There's days when it's absolutely crazy. Um, and the interesting thing is you walk down, when you're at the Cliffs of Moher, you have to walk down the Cliffs of Moher, down an old goat track. So you're hanging on to the side of the cliff, which are riding down. Uh, so that's one wave that's do, very do famous. People hire
0: boats to go. Yeah, out they, to jet it? Ski,
1: they jet ski over to a two oh. from Doolin sometimes. Yeah, but then
0: they're just leaving um, the jet ski, or do they have well, somebody they, driving the, them out on the jet ski? They have a
1: rescue guy on the jet oh, okay. ski. So the jet okay. skis are two, one to get there, and two, they're a backup. Okay. So if you get caught by waves, the jet ski will come in and try and rescue oh, you and bring you out. So that's one spot. That's and a
0: serious. But then when they come off of that wave, they're coming off at the base of the Cliffs some more, so they're climbing up to well, get
1: out? you can paddle back out, hopefully, <laughs> if you don't get caught too badly, but we've had guys and jet skis that have, have got it wrong, and oh have been goodness. washed into the base, yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely not for the faint-hearted No, not for your <laughs> No. And you said there were a couple others? There's another
1: place called Riley's, which is to the south of here. Um, now, it doesn't break quite as big, but it's a very powerful barreling wave. Um, so we get a lot of traveling surfers who now know about this. You, it would have got a lot of coverage in magazines and on videos and things. So um, so if anyone's interested, they can have a look. If you look up Riley's or Aliens surfing in Ireland, they'll be amazed at what's there.
0: Those are some waves. There's oh, some my ser- goodness.
1: <laughs> serious waves, yeah.
0: So the big surfers have heard of Ireland. It's just Definitely. that everybody else is just Everybody following.
1: else thinks it's for music and rain. So.
0: <laughs> well, it is, but, yeah. but it's so nice to have the other options, too. Definitely. So, we've talked in the past, and I've, I've mentioned this in other podcasts, that people should really take their time in Ireland. And it sounds like surfing is one of those things that you're not going to maybe show up in La Hinch and say, I'm surfing today, the weather's bad, and then you've got to be out tomorrow. If you plan to do some surfing in Ireland, do you really want to spend a few days in an area to maybe get the right conditions?
1: Yeah, definitely. Or, or contact us, for example, or contact people in the area that you're going and get some information so you you good surfers will notice but beginner surfers wouldn't you know you have to look at the con- weather conditions the surf conditions and the tides so there there's three things you got to manage so for example if you're coming over and you're down in Dingle for three days a phone call up here and say if you're going to come come Thursday at two o'clock or come Friday so you can manage your time so you don't have to be sitting in Lahinch waiting for it. Okay. You know, you can go, and, and, well, there's plenty to do here anyway, but you can explore around knowing that once you've been informed that this is going to be a good day for the level you're at or this is going to be the day. Um, and surfers would be doing that a lot anyway. Mm-hmm. You'd be watching conditions. and But we're obviously here to help people get the best out of it. So we would very much be passing on that information, the amount of phone calls I get <laughs> on a Friday and Saturday morning, going, what's it going to be like for the weekend, what should we do? Um, we even put up a, I put up a daily forecast, and we even do a weekend video every mm-hmm. Thursday that kind of gives you information so you can get the right time and get the right surf.
0: Right, and I've seen um at least on your website, might maybe on Twitter and Instagram, that yeah. you do a kind of a daily...
1: We do a daily you know, here's report. What,
0: here's what you can expect today if you're planning...
1: Exactly. To- so we every morning we'd come in, we'd put a picture up of what's in front of you, but also tell you how that's going to change over the day. So obviously because weather can change. So we'd have predicted to see, and therefore you can hopefully make the right choice and get down. <laughs> but we're always here to give information to, right. you know what I mean? Like. Anywhere I'd ever go, I'd always go and talk to a local and and get the inside track, so obviously when people come here, they're going to do that from us.
0: So you not only cater to people who know how to surf and come here specifically to surf, but you also do lessons, and you start with the very, very beginner.
1: Yeah, absolute, never been in the water before, types, all the way up, Um, and what we try and do is I suppose the first thing is you want to have a good experience and we don't want to scare anybody off. <laughs> so there's a lot of kind of preconceptions. The one we've discussed already is that it's cold. Do you know what I mean? And that you have to be a very strong swimmer. Um, and people have this perception that you're just going to paddle out to sea and get pushed into a massive wave to start. We, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> you know, you start off easy and you build it up. You learn some skills, you build your confidence. So normally you go out first 10 minutes, you're in waist depth water. You're learning to just lie on your belly, ride waves in, get that experience, feel comfortable, fall off a few times and understand how that feels. And then we start to work on getting to your feet and so on. So we get an awful lot of people who come who are nervous, you know, they haven't done much in the sea. And it can look very dramatic and, you know, you look out to sea, you don't look at the shore, you tend to look out the biggest (laughs) wave you can see, but you ain't going to be there to start anyway anyway. so we start you off nice and easy. We provide obviously all the equipment, all the coaching, um, and myself, like I said, I've been coaching 25 years, but all my guys have been coached, coaching a long time. Um, quite fussy about who I pick to work for me. I like to pick teachers, you know, they're, they're somebody who's either a coach in other things or they're actual teachers because they can put it across better. Um, Often I find when you go to places, you get a guy who's a surfer, but he's not really a teacher. He just wants to surf and he's putting in his time. I'm very much about getting people in who, who love the idea of passing on the experience and the feeling and the knowledge that they have about surfing, um, and that's very much what we do.
0: So if somebody has never surfed before, what is the basic, main, the things they really, really need to know how to do
1: before they get
0: on a surfboard?
1: Put on a wetsuit. That's harder than it looks. <laughs> yeah, and, and put it on the right way around and not inside out, which does happen. Um, the first thing for me is, one, obviously safety is managing your board and where to go in the water. So when you walk down to beach to walk in in the right area. Um, but after that, I think the core foundation of all surfing is how you lie on a board and catch a wave. Now that might seem quite simple, but lots of people don't get that right. you know what I mean? They come to the beach, it's a busy day, people all just rent a board and go out, and and they'll have a go and they'll have a bit of fun. But if you're not doing that core thing right, you you can't get to your feet well, you can't ride waves well. Surfing in Ireland is quite young, relatively speaking, so there's a lot of beginners and a lot of improvers. And they get stuck because they don't work on those solid foundations. So if you take it like, I often use a basketball analogy, Anybody can take a basketball and dribble it up and down the court but if you get coached a bit you can really dribble it up and down the court which then allows you to shoot or lay up or whatever you're doing. Um, but if you ba- dribble badly you can't do any of those other skills. And surfing's the same. You can catch a wave well, lie on your board well, the other skills come quite quickly.
0: And is that a lot of balance then? The, the lying on the board even, does that have a yeah, lot to do with balance and, and how you're leaning? Yeah. Or?
1: Yeah, a little bit. But again, if you're in the right position, you know, um, like we take people who are very sporty and we take people who do no sport (laughs) whatsoever. um, And it's, you know, it's very manageable. Like surfing, lying on your belly is very easy. You know, it's once you let the wave do the work for you, it's very easy, but you have to allow that to happen. Um, So I remember we had a lady who, she was actually from the States, she came down when she was in her mid-fifties. She'd never surfed before. And she, she came out with me for a private lesson and said, I want to do surfing. And for an hour and a half, she lay on her belly and rode waves to the ride and rode waves to the... And she laughed and giggled and she came away and she got to her knees twice and she came away, never stood up, was the happiest woman alive. She just said, it was an amazing experience to be getting pushed around by the sea and just flowing with it. And she said it was fantastic. So you don't have to be... The top surfer after one lesson, you know, you just have to have a good time and really experience oh, the I same. think that's
0: so incredible and so important that that you're really just there to have fun. Yeah. And whether or not you get to your feet is really secondary.
1: Secondary, because everybody learns differently. You're going to have the person who is super fit and used and does skateboarding and snowboarding, and so they're going to jump up on their feet and ride. You know, and that's fine, and that's their level, and then somebody else is going to be lying on their belly and going in. You're still having the same it, fun and excitement, you're just at two different levels. And we understand that, and obviously, we try and encourage people to go a little bit further and go a bit and advance, but the, there's no pressure there. You know, you want people to have a good time.
0: Oh, I love that philosophy, uh, I yeah. think that's so fun. So when people do book a lesson with you, what, what are they getting in that lesson price?
1: Okay, so what we do is, we do a two-hour session, and that two hours is in the water. So, for example, if you booked and said you were coming for a two o'clock lesson, we would get you here at about a quarter to two. You get all your equipment, so you just need to bring a swimsuit with you, and then we provide the boots, the gloves, whatever you need, depending if it's summer or winter. And we have indoor, full indoor changing facilities. Then we take you down to the beach by two o'clock, so you'd be in a small group no more than six in the group and down on the beach with your equipment have a quick safety chat and then you're in the water so i don't like to teach a lot at the start so we get people in the water getting them experience riding waves lying on their belly and then you know what you're talking about a little bit so after about 20 minutes or so we bring people back in have another little chat now that you've had an experience and we know where you're at and then we we do a little bit more coaching about getting up and then they're basically in the water for two hours. After two hours, you come out, get yourself a nice hot shower, um, which is nice because we're the only school in the area that has showers. So you get a nice hot shower, and then you're you're all done. Go get yourselves a nice coffee and watch the sunset. Excellent, and and there's yeah.
0: a coffee shop right next door, which is where we're sitting yeah, exactly. right now, and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and they have massive cookies. So was go <laughs> good there. Um, now, obviously you get people in who maybe they're in a family group and a couple people want to surf but then you have others that really aren't interested and luckily you have other options so you have a couple of water options and then you have options on the good old dry land yeah so what other options do you have for people who are
1: coming so the sea right out here in front of us because we're right on the promenade can often be quite wild and so to do something Outside of that, a little bit more tame, we have, we use the river in the village next to us, called the en- 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 So, and we provide kayaking and stand-up paddle boarding on the river, um, which is a bit more tame and relaxed, but a really good fun, particularly for small kids as well. Mm-hmm. Now that said, we take small kids out in the ocean too, if the conditions allow um, and we do a two-hour trip down along the river, and the river's spectacular. You go from a forested area into the rushes and then down through the dunes, down to the bridge and the hinge. So it's quite diverse, mm-hmm. the trip. Um, we also do rock climbing up on the Burren, um which is really nice as well. And we do like the 35-foot cliffs with, again, loads of different standards. <laughs> so the oh, first thing is 35 feet! My, feet. my heart yeah, heart yeah. just went a little bit. But the climbs, it's actually an amazing area because the burn has such a diversity um, of standards of routes and things. So you can go from stuff that's very, very easy to get up to quite difficult that people have experience. And again, we always adjust to the people around us. Um, So that's all the outdoor stuff. And then indoors, we have a full indoor climbing wall, um, archery range. And um, we have tag archery as well now, which is... I don't know if you've seen Tag this. Tag archery. Oh, so that's, that's kind of It's like paintball, sh- yeah. except it's bows and arrows. Oh, yeah. fun. And you have a big foam head on the arrows. Um, so it hits you. Again, it's like paintball. You know you you've feel been it. hit. Yeah, you know you've been hit. But uh, obviously, it's not going to do any damage. Oh, that
0: sounds like fun. So it's so a really little, good A film. little more fun than just aiming at this, the yeah, main it, it's, yeah.
1: Again, you'd be surprised. Some people love it. You know, <laughs> Some people love the archery. We've had actually a few hunters from Remember Minnesota or somewhere? <laughs> the guys are amazing. They just, everything we put up, there were just like wow. shooting so well. Yeah. Oh, how so we hard. have a nice range, and it's good then, you know, if you're here and the weather's wet, you have the opportunity to do something. You won't be disappointed. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's great. Because, you know, it is Ireland, and it does rain. I mean, I pulled into La Hinch, and the minute I parked my car, the rain came down, and then it blew over, and now it's... Sunny yeah. and, and blue skies again, so it changes it quick, changes. yeah, Definitely four seasons <laughs> in a day,
1: as they say here. But, uh, yeah, so like we obviously have to adapt to the conditions, but we stay open all year round because we have those other things that we can provide and stuff. So, we try our hardest. And again, if people give us a few days' notice, we, we know what's coming, we're watching all the time, and you can kind of give people the opportunity to go on any of those activities on the best day that will give them the best experience
0: Right yeah. and and as you said earlier there's so much opportunity in this area there's so many things to do so you you could easily spend a week in the Burren area and never run out of things to do
1: Well I live here and I don't and- run out of things <laughs> yeah. My kids are going where are we going today? So between hill walking rock climbing even just exploring the burn and and not even a high level of walking you know just strolls um, you've got the Cliffs of Moor, obviously, and the nice walks along the cliffs. You've got the water. There's a scuba dive centre right here in town as well. Um, they do some amazing scuba diving. Trips out to the Iron Islands to get a little bit of Irish culture and traditional Irish language. Um, the music in the area is fantastic. You know, there's so much to do. And that's just on the west side of Clare. You've got the lakes and everything else on the east side of Clare for for sailing and fishing. and yeah, What else do you need? Exactly. Yeah, I, That's why I'm here. I'm from outside of Dublin originally, but I've moved west, so I wouldn't go back. This is why I live here, because of all these opportunities.
0: Oh, and it's such a beautiful area. So it sounds like you are primed and ready to maybe tell me three other places that people should add to their itinerary. Um, this is actually one of the most popular parts of the podcast because Everybody wants to know what they should see. And sometimes you get in that rut of kind of where the tour buses go. Mm-hmm. So if you could recommend three places to people, surfing related or not, where else would you recommend people add to their Ireland itinerary?
1: Okay, I'm. it's going to be the West of Ireland because, as I just said, I, I love it over here. So I'm going to give you a, a surfy one. Okay. So if you're into surf, you need to f- explore the coastline from... Sligo town to Bundorn town. So if you're experienced surfers, there's a vast range of breaks in that area, um, but you need to be experienced. Um, there's only a few small beginner towns, or beginner surf beaches in Ireland, which would be Lahinch, Sligo and Bundorn. But the coastline from Sligo to Bundorn is, is stunning. Um, my secret beaches spot, which I was chatting to you about earlier, um, just outside of Clifton, you get some of the most amazing silver, golden, be- sanded beaches. Um, and what I love about them is there's nobody there. You just have to drive down a little boring, pick a beach and just drive down in it. you'll probably have yourself a private beach for the day, um, which is stunning. And then the last one, and this is mainly because I used to live there. To me, this is the unknown opposite to the Ring of Kerry, and it's... Leenann to Lewisburg in County Galway. County Mayo, it's on the border. Uh, It goes down through Killary Harbor, up through the Delphi Valley, across Doolock, and all the way out to Lewisburg and then to Westport. That road is one of the most stunning roads in the country. It's starting to be heard about a bit, so there is some traffic on it, but nothing compared to other areas. And I think it is spectacular. It's
0: absolutely beautiful there, and... Way back, I wish I knew what podcast number it is, but I will put this in the show notes. I spoke with um, a gentleman that runs a tour called the Lost Valley, which is just right off of the Silver Strand, which is a beautiful, beautiful beach. Um, One way in, one way out, the road ends at the ocean, um, but they have a famine village and the story out there. So not only is it amazing and beautiful, but the stories of the area, if you take it slow and take your time. Oh my God.
1: 100%, I love it. I actually used to live on that road. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I used to yeah. live on that road. It's a stunning location. Oh my uh, goodness,
0: so beautiful. Yeah. And, and something that so many people miss.
1: Yeah, 100%. You just gotta get off the main route and have a little wander and you'll have a great experience.
0: Oh, Ben, thank you so much. Those are great suggestions. And I love that they you know, you, you have the different experiences, you know, your surfing experience and your beauty and and just kind of get out and get off the road and see what you find. You a go. Try I something new. That. Yeah. I love that. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today. And the sun is dipping behind a cloud again and it's all blowing through as it does in Ireland. I so appreciate
1: your time. No problem. You're very welcome. And hopefully we'll see some of your listeners over.
0: Yes, definitely. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Traveling in Ireland podcast. It's always fun to dig into the lesser-known activities and aspects of traveling in Ireland. As always, if you enjoyed this podcast, please do leave a five-star review at iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your reviews help people find me. Thanks again so much for listening to the Traveling in Ireland podcast, and until next time... Slang of all.